regular read of the latest LGBT plus trends TV and the ever-expanding world of drag. Hello there, I am the Velvet Snatch, and welcome to season three of Girl. Well, we've got a special episode for you today. Rather than having our usual special guest, we're going to be talking all about what we're wanting to see in RuPaul's Drag Race UK season four. And to help with that, we have our regular host, Thotter Stew. Formerly known as Michelle Visage's lost son. <laughs> and regular host, Glenn Kevin. Formerly known as Alan Carr before braces. <laughs> Wait, teeth braces or like pant braces? All of the above. Everything <laughs> Something the braces didn't work, right? Some things just aren't meant to be straightened. And there's no like straightening Alan Carpers. <laughs> and that's what I said to the priest. <laughs> it was erect, though. Uh, so, what are we all thinking for season four of Drag Race UK? God, it can't be any worse than season three. <laughs> I can't wait to be disappointed when I'm like, what, my favourite didn't win? How dare they? <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is kind of horrible. Like, this is probably going to get me cancelled, but it's the idea of when we were talking about it the other day when we were recording with uh, Adam Stew, and I was like, who won season three again? <laughs> like, uh, remind me who won it, <laughs> you know? And it's like, that's kind of depressing, if I'm honest. My favorite bit was the season four's coming. And if you want to be in season five, get your applications in now. <laughs> it's like, can we give them winner five minutes, please? Yeah, Not okay. even the winner, just the the announcement of the actual queens in the show hadn't hit yet. And it was like, who's next? <laughs> but enough about them. You can be in season five. <laughs> I've got to say, mine, this season, I am excited because this is the first season, but apart from season three being Cheza. But this season is like, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one, yeah. I know that one. Don't know you, but I know that one. That, that, that's been the weirdest thing for me because, like, you know, despite liking, you know, knowing a fair few drag queens around the UK, in the previous seasons, it's been like one person per season that I knew who they were. And then in this one, I'm like, oh, I know like four of them. And obviously, that's probably because of getting more into drag and things like this podcast. But it's just a bit weird being like, oh, I already know these people. And like, yeah, and now they're on the TV rather than the other way around. <laughs> That's how I felt with season three, because, I mean, we've already discussed it in previous podcasts, but I knew a lot of those at this time around. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm starting to recognise more now because we are very involved see, with the UK. See, from this one, though, I'm getting, like, very, like, season one excitement vibes because, like, yeah. like season one, it was more the anticipation of who's going to be on and stuff. And actually, like... You've got really strong queens like, you know, Davina DeCampo. She, like, nicest person ever, big personality, been on all the sh TV shows. And, like, you're just like, oh, my God, I know her. Vivian, again, big personality, actually really good performer, fantastic. And then, you know, and then this one again, like, I'm getting, like, a lot of names where I'm like, I've seen you before. You've been around before. And I don't know, I just feel it's more of a popular, like, very carefully staggered with people who 
have been around the block. Mm. Well, I think like two and three, like there were good names and really talent queens, but like they hadn't actually done as much. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, at, I'm probably at the other end of the spectrum because I find myself being more cynical about it, you know, because like, you know, um, you know, and more like going, these are people that I know are incredibly good and I'm worried that they're not going to be able to show it or the show is not going to allow them to demonstrate it because that was my big thing of like having uh, Chozo in like season three and being like, right, here is someone who I know is fucking amazing and will smash this they like they are perfectly suited for drag race and it was wonderful being vindicated by basically going yeah they went home because i don't know they they, it wasn't by their own fault that they went home like it was this idea of going oh they would have won that had it not been fixed i don't know (laughs) yeah you felt which is on like a big problem like i'm gonna say the word problem problem with like drag race is the fact that it's if Rue doesn't fail your drag, you're not going to do well in the show, but that does not mean you won't do well after the show. Yeah. And it's kind of a, it's a double-edged sword in a way because you do want the people who you think you like to do well. And it is kind of annoying that it's kind of like, if if the judges and Rue don't feel it, that's it, you're gone. That's why I'm yeah. like, should this not be X Factor and we all take text in on an app every week or like Love Island, oh like a magic Can- Love Island app, but for drag race <laughs> public vote drag race would be phenomenal i would be so on board with that i mean case in point charity case like already a massive name before season three everyone knows charity case's name great looks great performance lovely person put them on the show and Rue just kind of goes don't like the spook say charity case off. needs to go to dragula i think charity case is a dragula queen i have spoken personally inches away from the boule brothers asking them to invite Charity Case to Dracula. So, <laughs> yeah. It needs to happen. It's the it's the fact of you want these people that you know are talented to ha- be in the space that'll allow them to thrive. And I'm pretty sure that, like, you know, on Drag Race UK, it's, like we say, it's RuPaul's best friend race. It's the idea of whoever RuPaul picks out and goes like, hey, that's that. I mean, it's got the point now where the person whose opinion I value least in the competition is RuPaul's. I'm literally, like, going, hey, cool, you didn't like that person. I don't really care. I think that person is brilliant and most of the time what i think is like tallying with the audience so it's a bit weird watching the show being like are they on the same planet as the people watching it you know i did so many hashtags for bimini to win yeah. and oh, i'm like did you count them like i look no. at all the you like the facebook polls the twitter polls the instagram polls the only fan polls the polls as polls the grinder <laughs> polls <laughs> How did she not wait? She she didn't suit the face of what they wanted for that season. But at least they, at least we've got vindication though in the fact of when we've all got to see people like Bimini and people like Ahura and obviously Chozza and like you know um, Davina DeCampo and stuff. Like since they were on Drag Race and you're like, oh, you're like the best performers in the entire world. Like you're really incredibly good. And then the people who like maybe did better in the competition or were like you know presented in the competition as being better and you're like oh okay you're you're what i expected they both Stu and i like were at newcastle um newcastle pride launch party and bimini with a bad throat was still bloody brilliant 
like, so good. They're, they're astonishing. Oh my Same God. as Tia Coffee. Tia Coffee. Ahura, Bimini, oh. and Tia Coffee are just like, oh, okay, you you were not done justice by this season. No matter how far Bimini got through it. See, I, so- I really didn't like Ahura. Like, oh my God, such, such a villain edit. But then actually towards the end, I was like, you're okay. And now, like, now that I follow him on social media, I'm like, you're really okay. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But everyone needs a villain edit, don't they? There's got to be at least one per season. And a horror was a very good watch, though. That's the thing. Villain edit or not, it was good. Mm. And that's what they want. I think the thing is, though, that like with Drag Race how it is, if it's going to continue how it is, and this is me being really, really cynical, for season four, like... It, it's odd because we have famous people in there who don't really need their brand upped. Like we've got people like Cheddar Gorgeous. We've got people like Danny Beard. Uh, you know, we've got people like Black Pepper where they are household names pretty much. So it's the idea of they don't need to be in the competition to heighten their fame. So they're just there to go, can I get a crown out of this? I assume. So you wonder if maybe it would be better if the other queens got more exposure through it, like the lesser-known ones. Speaking of the Queens, shall we have a little run-through <laughs> to see who's who's doing it for who? Yeah, we can do that. So, on my list, checking it twice, seeing who's naughty and nice. <laughs> I'm always naughty. Oh my god, you're so naughty. Queen number one on the Glenda Kevin Claus list. Baby. Baby. Oh. Baby. I think so far I'm quite excited for Baby. I think everyone in the Meet the Queens is always a little bit braggy, and Baby fits that bill. However, Baby looks like a dancer and a fighter to me, uh, even if it's someone who does land in the bottom. Sometimes the lip sync is the best part of the episode, and I feel like if Baby lands in the bottom, we're going to get a really good show. So I'm quite excited for Baby, no matter how well they do overall in the, com- in the uh, competition well, that's why i i'm not i'm not um overly convinced actually i think uh, ba- baby's one of those ones I, where i are kind you of... gonna be cynical me cynical no like this yeah. <laughs> no uh i don't know i feel like i've seen it all before like i'm getting the vibe from baby that it's like i know a lot of people that are like that it's that typical kind of oh i'm a a skinny london queen who like dances and acts and sings and stuff and i'm like that's cool there are a lot of you um i don't know like i they're the person where i get the vibe that they're all talk but i really want to be surprised and i'd love to be able to just be like oh oh they pulled that out of the bag and that was amazing but i kind of feel like okay yeah, that I'm a bit mean about that. <laughs> See, for me, name, I'm like, eh, like when it, I don't know, like there's just something about drag queens and names that always do it for me, and that name has always got to be a name. Yeah, so it's like you know, like local queens. We've got like Ophelia Balls, funny, hilarious. Sounds like obviously Ophelia Balls, <laughs> but like baby i'm just like why i I think the problem is that you know it's usually like if you google someone's name you want to kind of come up and a lot of the time you kind of go so if you're like called like um you know like like for instance opium if you just searched for opium our our queen isn't going to show up but if you search for opium (laughs) drag queen they're going to show up but then Mm. if you called baby where there's an actual phrase called baby drag queen they're probably still not gonna show you know it's gonna be like you search for baby you're not gonna show up you search for baby drag queen they're not gonna show up so you have to hope that the algorithm go is a rupaul drag race fan 
but it yeah, seems like an that... odd name. Well, then look-wise, I'm like getting very like you know, like the ASOS Jacker controversy of season two, I two. believe. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like looks-wise, I'm like, oh, London ASOS drunk controversy of jackets and mm. chicken shop, and like. I don't know, like, then that side of me gets me excited. I'm just like, I don't know, I want a more thrilling name. Yeah, I'm I, I, I'm just very cynical about London drag queens because it's like there's so much talent in London and yet we seem to get a lot of the same from London. I know, I've got that silver outfit from ASOS. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so, queen number two, alphabetical order, thanks to RuPaulDragRace.Fandom.com. Shout out. Uh, shout out. Sponsor us. Pay me. Uh, Black Pepper. With a with an ear, but not where you'll think it's going to be. <laughs> shout out to Madeline. <laughs> so, when the cast was announced, this was one of the most exciting for me, without even watching the Meet the Queens. Cause I've followed Black Pepper for years. I've seen Black Pepper live, and God knows she is phenomenal. Or they are phenomenal. Pronouns. Just look-wise, makeup-wise. Also, their makeup artist is usually James Mack. So, obviously, the makeup is great. And just a performer. Like I'm excited to see what could possibly go wrong for Black Pepper without the show just not favouring. You know, I'm scared for the taste edit. That's what I'm scared for. Because you know that Black is going to win all of the lip syncs if she's put in the bottom. Which means Rue's probably going to go Oh, so you want to go in the bottom? I uh, don't want that to happen. Mm. Well, I black black pepper is it's a strange one because we've just talked about baby and all of the stuff that I kind of criticise baby for. You could apply to like black pepper, where it's that sort of skinny, that kind of you know that that kind of like skinny dancer actor combo kind of thing, and yet like black pepper just inspires like confidence like it's this idea of just going there's something different about them that just really hits you and you just go you are brilliant i mean yes i've seen the perform and i like i luckily got to meet them in ibiza with uh with james mack actually and it's this i this idea of just going i really think they're gonna surprise us and it's really it's so strange that i can literally say oh i don't get that vibe from baby but then i do get it from black pepper so i'm very excited to see what Black Pe- Pepper brings. And I think they'll probably get a really good edit. They've got this slight vibe where they might be difficult. Like, I kind of wonder if they might be sort of a nightmare in the workroom. But I don't know, because they're a really nice person. But you know what it's like when you're in a different situation. In the pressure cooker that is Drag Race. Yeah. What about you, Ben? What are you thinking? Say for me, Black Pepper, I'm like... It, like, I don't know, I just get full Devine to Campbell, one of the nicest queens ever. Mm, and I think yeah. it's because... To be honest, like as soon as I seen Black Pepper, I like, shared it like, yes, come on. And straight away, it's just like replying like, hey, thank you so much. And you're like, I was like, I really hope you do well. Like, congratulations again on the show. She's like, oh, thanks. You like, you know, she's got gratitude. Yeah. But I think on top of that, yeah. the, she's she's, a, the, she's like a Scooby-Doo sandwich. There's layers. Because she's got like, <laughs> like, she's got gratitude. She's got style. She's got dance ability. But then if you go lower in the sandwich, there is backstory like hardship lessons mm. learned like i think she's going to be one of them like bianca del rio, bianca del rio. like yeah. 
Yeah, I think she's going to be Bianca Del Rio. Well, I think even though she's like 29, which is a really young age, and I'm going to say that 29 is young. <laughs> um, None of our listeners agree, I think she's going to be like Mother Goose, and she's going to probably inspire the other queens. Like I can imagine I've been like, oh, come here, hun. Yeah, yeah. I see that. It's good that you mentioned uh, Davina because that's exactly what I was thinking. Where she's really nice in real life, but then it, you know, in in the pressure of the competition, Davina was a bitch. Rob, but then wasn't Rob wrong. Bitch. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah. anyway, it's like, oh, you're a bitch, but you're right. It's it's that uh, that Winter Soldier quote. <laughs> you know, it's... some some truths hurt, don't they? Yeah. Who's yeah. next on the list? Oh, well, this queen I think is great. Uh. Shedda gorgeous. Yay! Enjoy the pun. E damn, I Drag can't S.O.S. star. House of Gorgeous. No, well, which has had the Drag Lab discussed on some other podcast because this is season I've... one of Girl. <laughs> Wait, I, this, I, is, I... this is season three of Girl, Glenn. No, no, this We're is not the real resetting it one. just because you get a regular spot. I believe we've spoken to another member of the House of Gorgeous and like. Hey, even just from speaking to someone else in the family, anytime you get a member of the family gorgeous on TV, doesn't matter what show, there's going to be some excitement behind it. And for me, oh God, I love Cheddar. I, I, again, I've met Cheddar. Cheddar's fucking lovely and also very talented and unique. For me, this is where the, you know, the charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. Cheddar takes all those boxes, but especially the U. And the U's the most exciting one usually. You know, you mm. want something that we don't get to see very often and in a season where there are quite a lot of fashiony pretty queens though cheddar is both of those things she isn't both of those things in the same way and yeah. i i'm yeah do she's you, one of my do you not think that might hinder her though in a competition where it does seem to be about pleasing rue and what rue believes drag is remember when rue crowned evie oddly though for doing yeah. basically unique and beautiful i'm hoping that is my vibe for Cheddar. But what yeah. about you? It's it's a it's a strange one. Like, because the the problem is obviously Cheddar Gorgeous is absolutely amazing. Anyone from the family Gorgeous, like it's it's really strange because obviously we had like the wonderful Anaphylactic on the podcast in season two, and it, it feels weird being like, and Cheddar Gorgeous is like bigger than you like you know it's like mm. i don't know they're like the boss you know where you sort of go like you, you go a couple of series of a tv show and there's the villain and then there's yeah. like it turns out that actually there's a bigger villain beyond that it's like that's that's the hierarchy of the family gorgeous i think the biggest difference is is the fact that like anaphylactic well anaphylactic's instagram is at anaphylactic one mm. cheddar gorgeous is original <laughs> I can't believe we never even there asked no, her about there's that. No Why? Other, there's no other at Instagram Cheddar Gorgeous. Like, we, to be fair though, it's a disservice to Anna Philactic. We should we should find whoever owns the full account and then just sort of you know they go missing in the middle of the night kind of thing. And then we're like, hey, Anna, we got you the Instagram. But uh, no, I, I'm really excited for Cheddar Gorgeous. But I, they, they give me the wonderful Sasha Volo vibes. The the idea of a very controlled, very sort of amazingly, you know, like precise at everything. Like, but, you know, honed to a point, like whether it's comedy, whether it's fashion, whether it's like, uh, you know, music. And I'm very excited to see what happens. But I'm wondering if they might clash with some of the younger queens, like some of the less polished people. Because obviously we've got like, I would say like people like Baby, where it's very much a kind of, oh, I'm beautiful. Oh, I'm a great dancer and stuff like that. And I wonder if someone 
as you know theater-esque as cheddar will might clash with them but that might be the drama so next one i prefer bronze dom but we have copper top what do we think Uh, Stu? a bronze dom amazing (laughs) now that would be a drag queen that would be interesting bronze dom i like the idea of and and to be fair i've got to give you credit for your amazing dom tv joke in the last episode that i got told off for skimming over on the night it was good how much thought went into that glenn was that a whole three seconds Or a Which sensible is a, 74. Off the top of your beautiful head. But speaking about tops and heads, copper top. Copper top. <laughs> good good way to bring it in, in a 360. Oh my god, I'm I, so good at sagwise. I'm intrigued by copper top. I haven't got 100% confidence, uh, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. I don't know enough about copper top outside of the show or from the actual Meet the Queens to think it's a top position queen but also i don't think i see them going out too soon i i'm gonna give this one a chance like i'm just gonna wait see what this that's my vibe i quite like the hair i do like a copper top so i'm in that position of basically like you know because they're around my age it's that idea of going oh they're they're too old for drag like people are actually saying that like oh okay well fuck my drag then you know so it's i mean i think they've got this wonderful sort of um old-timey kind of drag like you know the drag that i appreciate which is basically sort of like carefully considered comedy and they seem like they can do everything and whatnot but uh, I'm I'm excited. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they're top three, but hopefully they'll surprise us and not go out too quickly. I kind of want them to have a massive tantrum. I, I All I want from Copper Top is a massive tantrum at some point in the series. <laughs> See, for me, like, I look at the name, I look at the picture, and I'm like, like, who bought this off Etsy? But then <laughs> when I look at where they're from, I'm like... Is this like drag race, like tactfulness, like surprise, like Elevadia sort of thing? Like Elevadia, though, yeah. like to be fair, name and face, you're like, wow. City, you're like, <laughs> wow, this one, you're like, name, face, <laughs> city. Okay, mm. let's see what happens. Viewer, viewers, oh. you are missing Glenn doing these faces on the webcam, which is the, the, the height of enjoyment, really. <laughs> This is why we need to be on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. YouTube. Twitter. Twitch. Twitch, you mean. That not, well, YouTube as well, actually, I guess. But we can I be have the to, next. have to get into drag. Oh, I don't want to get into drag for a podcast. Maybe we'll do one Twitch live stream sometime. Okay, yeah. Oh, by, by, the, by the way, since you mentioned age, I'd just like to point out that Copper and Cheddar are the same age. Really? They're both 38 mm-hmm. years old. Well, I like On both of them. I, I happily support both of them. So, uh, yeah, let's see how well they do. Mm. And let's go to the other end of the age scale where I sit, where we've got Dakota, <laughs> Scherz- Dakota Scherzinger. Sorry, Dakota Scherf... Scherfer? Scherfon? Scherf... What? <laughs> Triple A. I'm I'm not going to help you because it's abusing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read this. It's not even a hard name. Shafafafa. Dakota Shafafafa. Right, how do we say this last name? Shiffer. Shiffer. Oh, that's not as bad. Yeah. Dakota Shiffer. Jew, what do you think of Dakota Shiffer? 
I think she's pretty. She's very, very pretty. And I think we're going to get some good looks. My concern is that's how she sold herself. And I don't want that to be all we do get because you've got a very young trans person on the show. And if they don't do well, my fear is that that's going to be an awful situation for Dakota. So I would quite like Dakota to prove herself wrong and not just be a beautiful look queen. Mm. And I I don't know, because there's some strong sort of actresses and comedians and stuff among the cast. And I have fears for someone so young. Maybe we don't want her being there. shadowed. No, we do not. Do not. Belle? Am I right in thinking that she is the first uh, trans contestant on UK? Yes. yes. Yeah, because I'm, I, I'm concerned about this one because I think the fact of, obviously, I've just seen what was in the Meet the Queens video and a cursory glance over their like, Instagram, and I'm a bit like... I, I don't think there's much there. Like, they're beautiful. You know, they're absolutely beautiful, and they look stunning. But I don't know, like, uh, what are they going to do in other challenges and stuff? And, like, you know, are they musically inclined? I'm I'm not sure. And I it worries me that we have a lot of these kind of... We need representation for, for transgender uh, contestants. We need uh, representation of drag kings. We need representations of bio queens. And yet it seems to be that we get representation, but that's not strong enough and it just goes out of the competition really quickly. Like Victoria's Victoria Scone nearly said scone there, and it's really difficult because when it's their <laughs> name, you have to pronounce it how they pronounce it, you know. It's, but yeah, but with Victoria Scone, I kind of feel like even if she hadn't have unfortunately gone home early because of the injury, I don't know if she would have got like particularly far in the competition the way it was going. And that feels a bit shit when you're the first sort of bio queen in the whole of like the UK show. And I feel like Dakota is going to be like, hey, it's the first trans contestant. Oh, and they go home week one. And then it kind of gives the vibe of going like, oh, trans people can't do drag, which is utter bollocks. I don't know. that That's what I'm worried about. I would prefer like, you know, something where I just go, oh, fuck, they're fully formed. They're fully sort of like, you know, brilliant at everything. Yeah, and I think that's why like, this season's a bit disappointing because we did hope for Victoria Scott to be back. Mm. And I do hope we get to see her again in the future. Only thing I'm ex- like, one of, the mo- one of the main things I'm excited about with Dakota is the fact that it's kind of, it's it's that trans element, but on the opposite scale of Gottmik. Mm. Yeah. Like, Gottmik was obviously transitioned to being male and continue to perform as a female drag queen. While this is somebody who, ident- who, is, who is female continuing to do drag as female and i'm quite excited about that actually Mm. because i want to see what's under the hood like i want to see where they go with it and i do hope they get a much longer episode run than victoria because again victoria like i knew she would i didn't think she'd ever win or get to the final but i thought she'd get at least to the like fourth fifth place element yeah i have i have a, a feeling with dakota that she might struggle a little bit but if she can make it through a couple of episodes, probably going to then start getting comfortable and maybe even get a win or two at a push. But I think there's going to be a story element here. Yeah, we need one, though. And I, I think yeah. even if it's just for the premise of having a story like that on the show, I would be happy for them to keep someone around if we can then put that out there in the world and get that story out there. 
So yeah. we'll, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on Dakota. Well, how amazing would it be if they just actually blew us away? Like if they were actually just like, oh, okay, you know, like you are absolutely amazing. I'd love to see that. I'd welcome it. Definitely. Next one I am really excited about because like this was probably one of the first queens I've seen in the concert coming out of COVID. And it was the best concert ever because you got to like go to Newcastle race course and it was outdoor festival vibes. However, you got your own little pen and nobody could bump into you. You could sit in your pen. You could stand in your pen. You could bring food into your pen. It was a amazing, did amazing, you just get kidnapped, amazing. Glenn, is that what you're describing? On a farm. Yeah, did you just get put in a farm? Did someone think <laughs> you were a horse again? It, it sounds See? like you had a grinder hookup where they were advertising for someone to literally be their pig. <laughs> no. Did you have to wear a gimp suit? <laughs> A genuine a concert where I got to see this queen supporting like Davina de Campo, amazing. Um, got to see the Vivian. We got to see <laughs> Ginny Lemon, <laughs> but Danny Beard. Yes. Yep. Where um... were you the past few years, Danny? Doing a fantastic podcast, including. A um, joint episode with ourselves, actually. <laughs> I love how we have to rub in there. Oh, oh, you know, they were. I don't podcast. remember this episode. Sorry, but this uh, was, was season one. <laughs> Hold this on, was hey, before if your you're time. classing this as season one, does that mean that it was season minus one? Because didn't you right? round out? Wait. You ran out season two. Yeah, you ran out finale. season two. So it would have been season minus. No, it would have been season zero, right? Yeah, yeah. season zero. <laughs> So basically, we're saying this is season three, Glenn. (laughs) Well, as Danny Beard was our season zero uh, (laughs) finale, (laughs) obviously, we're familiar with Danny, but before that, we were anyway. The reason that we asked him to be on the show was come on, Danny's fucking phenomenal. Like, just kind as fuck, hilarious as fuck, doesn't filter himself, which is brilliant. Mm. And Bearded drag is very underrated. You should not have to shave your damn beard to do drag. Yeah. Obviously, we have that. Don't shave it. Save it. Yeah. Yes. Throw glitter on that shit. Drag it up. Yes, it's a beard, so fair enough, do something with it, but god damn it. Bit of glitter. Does the job. Um, Safe to say, Danny is. Uh, If Danny is not in the top, it's the Joe Black edit, where you've got someone that should be at the top, and they've went, nah. You're mentioning the top, and then you're mentioning Joe Black. Like, how how do they go together? Well, exactly. Joe Black went into it being a name that should be at the top, and then it landed at the bottom twice. <laughs> it just wasn't the show one. for them. They're definitely Dragula material, the same as no, the thing about charity mm. I don't think Joe Black is competition. I just think Joe Black doesn't need to be in a competition. Mm. Point blank, period. Well, no. I can relate to Danny Beard. Like... I was once told to do something with my beard, so I dumped her. <laughs> Came out as a homo. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, I'm really excited about Danny Beard because obviously we know they are absolutely brilliant. Like it is, it is a crime if they don't get top three, you know, at least. Uh, and it's great seeing someone that you know is brilliant in the competition. I'm concerned about the bearded thing though, because it's like, have there ever been bearded queens on any of the? series that Joe uh, that RuPaul has judged? I can't remember. Yes. Oh, that RuPaul? No. Yeah, like, you know, because there, there has been, like, you know, the other ones, but not 
ones and you get this idea of rupaul has an idea of what drag is and it's very femme so it kind mm. of i wonder if danny beard is gonna fail in the look challenges despite it being amazing and perfectly valid drag so next way on list after the wonderful danny beard is jumbus blonde the irish queen the irish queen i mean last time we had an irish queen it was blue and Blue did really well. So if we're sticking with just Irish Queens being good, I'm excited. But John Buzz is a bit of a comedy one, and I do quite like a comedy queen. So for me, if John Buzz can match that with some good looks, they're going to go far. Mm. And to be, to reference the Newcastle scene, I'm getting massive Sally Trademark vibes from John Buzz Blonde, and that is an incredibly good thing, because if you don't know Sally Trademark or Sally TM, they are absolutely fantastic, and they host the... Uh, monthly spectrum night at Xerox in Newcastle, which is a queer fashion crazy party thing that's absolutely amazing. I I get really good vibes from Jumbo's Blonde, although I do get the feeling that they're gonna go home early, even though they don't deserve it. I don't know. I've just got that vibe, but I think their fashion looks amazing. I like their personality, and I'd be really interested to see how they do. Say to me, like, it's interesting that Stu said, like, she's a comedy queen, because to me, Blue was a comedy queen when she came back in UK vs. the world. So I think it is Irish comedy queen. I can't wait. But it's also Irish fashionable comedy queen. So I'm quite excited. I think she'll be Blue's fashion. No, Blue blue had good fashion, but more so on the second uh, attempt. So the next queen, just April? No, it's just me. No, it's just Jerry Horner of the Spice Girls. <laughs> I, My whole thing with Just Me is she spent most of the Beat the Queens saying how much she looks like and wants to be Jerry from the Spice Girls. And that gives me nothing, but you are going to spend the whole time trying to be Jerry from the Spice Girls. And she's not very <laughs> successful. <laughs> so I, I, unless Just Me comes into this and doesn't do what she did in the promo, I'm, I'm a bit afraid that it won't last very long. All I'm going to say about this is no, just no. <laughs> That's it, not just me, just no. I'm I'm sick of Essex queens who are just like, oh my God, my whole, per- whole personality is that I'm really loud. And you're like, great. And the fact that, you know, obviously me and Teresa disagree on this, but Jerry Hallowell is my least favourite Spice Girl. So it's, I don't know, saying that you like Jerry Hallowell is kind of admitting that you're a stranger to talent. I know they're going to get far in the competition, but I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> That's the most horrible thing I think I've ever said. <laughs> I think she'll be like the Eve 6000 of UK. Ooh potentially <laughs> i'm hoping i'm hoping to be surprised but next on the list is le phil we all love a good phil now this is Ooh. one that i'm actually excited about because i know absolutely nothing about them but it's this idea of i don't know i get a i get a really interesting vibe from them i actually think that they might really surprise us they're like the black sheep of the lineup so far because like i don't know it's it's great like i, I are they non-binary I believe so. I know the the pronouns are they and them, but also he and him. Like either way, in and out of drag, mm. quite happy with both. For me, I quite I quite like the color palette they chose with the sort of blacks, gold, and purple. Yeah, it was, it was great. a pretty good look. And in the Meet the Queens, came across fairly well. Maybe not you know super duper exciting, but didn't come across as someone you want to not do well. So I'm yeah. quite I'm quite intrigued. I think we might get a 
a surprise win out of this one. I do quite like the fact that, like, uh, when they said where they were from and they said, like, Brighouse, I was just like, where the hell's Brighouse? And then I Googled it, but as I was typing it, like, and this is probably not a good representation of a place, I started typing Brighouse and then Map but got M-A, and then the Google recommendation was, Brighouse Man Found Dead. And I was like, oh, great. Oh. Well, that comes up before map. So, <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, so they're a fighter, at least, I guess. They are. Oh, it's... Uh, I fear it's going to be scaredy cat vibes of, like, you don't know the town. You've never heard of it. There's probably no gay scene. I, I think LaFille could... is the gay scene. <laughs> yeah, but that could be a good thing because if all of the gay scene is powdered at one person, that could become a strength. <laughs> I mean, we had Ella from Dagenham, wherever the hell that is, and Ella went to top three, so... Mm. True. The only thing is, initial outfit, I'm not wowed. Really? I love it. I love the, mm. the whole symbol shoulder pads and the purple and gold. It's oh, purple, purple and gold are the, the colours I'd pick if I if I put money into an outfit. <laughs> it's just too abstract for me, is I it, think. Is it the worst of the Meet the Queens looks? Because the answer is no, because just oh, God, like no. Jerry Halliwell with a friggin' pirate sword attached to a hip. And not even a good pirate sword. It looks like tinfoil wrapped around plastic. Sorry, With just... the Trixie Mattel makeup. Uh-huh. And then the Jerry Halliwell hair. Anyway. Can we just go back to just me being derivative? Shall we be a little bit more pixie polite about the next one? See, we're talking about outfits, and I think Pixie Polite's outfit was the one I was least wowed by. Like, it's it looked nice and stuff, but for some reason I was looking at it being like, everything's there for this to be a really good drag outfit, but I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, so, I was yeah, disappointed with Pixie Polite's, like, initial look, given that I have seen so much of Pixie Polite on Tia Coffee's Instagram from the band that she's in, like... I was like, oh, I know this name. Again, this is a season of names like, you know, Russell Hobb. But I was like, oh, my God, Pixie Polite. But then when I seen the outfit, I was like, no, this is Instagram Pixie Polite. I want drag race Pixie Polite. I want jewels. I want fringe. I thought similar. But then I thought it's also a combination of Instagram Pixie and drag race elements. It's that cage. It's the skirt cage. I've only ever seen the skirt cage on Drag Race, and I'm very rarely a fan of the skirt cage. And this is a very small skirt cage, which I'm going to keep saying, with tights. And then I don't hate the shoulder pads, but I do hate that they look like a grandma's doily, like the material that she chose for them, (laughs) what just kind of ages her. I'm excited about Pixie because I think Pixie's going to be hilarious. We know she's got a bit of a singing background, and I think she's going to be quite likable. But please, for the love of God, give me something better than that promo look. I think she'll have a bloody good edit. I think she'll... If they just basically go, hey, look, it's Tia Coffee's sister. Tia Coffee got a lovely edit. We all love Tia Coffee. And Tia Coffee is more tarted in person. If that's the way that Pixie goes, I'll be quite happy with that. Middle of the row, did okay. Everyone loves her. I'd be happy for that for Pixie. For me, for Pixie Polite, I didn't think any of the Meet the Queens landed. Like, and so I'm assuming that they're a lot better than they came across there because I'm not familiar with them like normally. But I think, you know, I think the ad libs and stuff they were doing was just a lot worse than everyone else and whatnot. So if they're a comedy queen, maybe it was just a bad day. But yeah, and then, like I say, the look, I, I'm not convinced. But the fact is, yeah, they're probably absolutely amazing. And we'll see in the show. Let's be honest, I'll meet the queens. 
you can only say this. Like, all the meet the queens, like, I am a X type of queen. Yeah. I am very good at this. I am going to say the competition. It's generic. Nobody has a particularly good one because they're just using the same lines. Or, or so. it's like the when you enter the workroom and it looks like five seconds on the actual edit and then it's actually half an hour of like the cameras being like hey now be funny and then we'll cut it all together how we feel like <laughs> you know you kind of wonder if maybe the meet the queens lasted like two hours <laughs> and you're like <laughs> probably did who's next on the meet the queens list there Glenn? so the next one if you described and just told me about them i'd probably turn them away like my nana's roasties however i'm hoping they're going to be refreshing for for the house we have sminty drop from house of kendall uh, oh, hold on. Incredible. What's wrong with your Nana's Yorkshire's? <laughs> Roasties. 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 What's wrong Our with Yorkshire's your Nana's Roasties? Oh, nah. Hard in the middle, soft on the oh. outside. How do you do that? Are they like gothy? They're just a bit unseasoned. <laughs> Does she put the oil in? Does she do the oil before she puts the Roasties in? I don't know. I was 10. <laughs> This is, is this some kind of trauma that just, you're digging up regarding as a sminty not, drop brought out this childhood trauma of roasting. Let's say, you are not my therapist. Let's talk about sminty drop. <laughs> so let's talk about sminty drop, though, because let's be honest, there are a few good looks in the Meet the Queens. Sminty's is just beautiful. The, the angles of that course, it is a corset and some thigh highs and what whatnot, but she does it. She looks like a vampire, a very, very beautiful vampire. The makeup is gorgeous. The hair is gorgeous. Sminty in the Meet the Queens, quite likable. Little bit arrogant, but you know that's that's drag for you, isn't it? That's what they've got to be. I personally hope she does good for the House of Kendall, and I have seen. Sminty. See, I've never done this ever in my life, but I saw that outfit. I followed the designer. I looked them up and followed them because I was like, yes, hunty. Mm-hmm. That outfit is stunning. The wig, I've never, like, to be honest, the nicest wigs I've ever seen is Theresa May's wigs, not on the show. Theresa May's Instagram wigs are beautiful. Like, I've seen the recent one. Have you, have you seen the recent one where she's got, like, it's like blonde devil horns yeah. as a wig? Like, and that is the vibe I'm getting from Sminty. And I'm like, yes, living. Well, I I think you basically summed up my concerns there of the fact of the best thing about Sminty was that outfit and she didn't make it. So it's this, I just get the idea of very generic. It's uh, House of Kendall, which explains it all, really. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'd be very surprised if there's anything more there. I like that I, I'm being I, the bad guy today. <laughs> I'm, I, but but I, yeah, get, I, I was I watching get, it being like, you look amazing, but you didn't make that. And I'm not getting any vibe of anything else here. And with their other looks and stuff, I'm like, wow, I can name like about sort of 15 other queens off the top of my head that like have that aesthetic. But maybe it'll do really well for Drag Race because, you know, it's kind of skinny femme. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I think... Sminty's going to prove everyone wrong and do something good. Like, I get the vibe that there's not just the looks. I think we're going to get at least one win out of Sminty from just determination, if nothing else. She's you know, 23. She's, she's got something queen. to prove. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you go that hard, with even if you didn't make it yourself, if you go that hard with the Meet the Queens, 
for God's sake, do something right in at least episode. Well, that's it. It might be the same as like Joe Black, where like they had these amazing outfits because they were able to like throw money at designers and stuff. So if they have done that, like where every challenge they've just gone, hey, make me something amazing, then they will look staggering, like, you know, regardless of anything else. True. So last but not least on our list of stars is the Dalit from Saray. Sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Um, I'm sorry, actually, you're from there. Technically speaking, from Johannesburg. Mm. So I find Starlet looks-wise nothing that we haven't seen before. So if you look at it, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah it's all right. It's a, it's a pretty queen. Looks like they probably do sort of Ooh, singing, you know. I'm but, surprised, Stu. Why? I get very, like... Nikki Doll vibes from that look. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I like, and new. you love Nikki Doll. <laughs> I love Nikki Doll, but I don't get. So I get Nikki Doll look, but I don't get Nikki Doll personality. Starlet. I want Starlet to do well because at the minute I think she's coming in being stunning. Fair enough. Beautiful queen. The looks are fashionable, but it's standard fashion. Like you said, you immediately thought Nikki Doll. Is she going to have the talent that she says she's got? If she does, great. She'll go far. If she doesn't, I think we've got an early out. A pretty but early out. What do you it think, Val? Uh, well, the the fact is, like, I'm using reverse psychology here, kind of, or maybe that's not the term. But the fact is, I think that look is absolutely gorgeous. Like, I think you know how they looked in the promo and everything I've seen from them. I'm just like going, "You are amazing." But is there anything else there? And then in the promo, they even contend it by being like, oh, it doesn't matter if I've got no other talents. I look stunning. And you kind of go like, way to double down on it. Let's see how it plays out. But the problem is, because I'm so cynical about the show, I think she's gorgeous. I think maybe she lacks depth. So she's probably winner material, judging by... Uh, how who usually does it so it's probably the idea of we'll probably see her in the top three uh and on that note this is a good segue <laughs> to our latest sponsors prozac bells has just kicked in <laughs> a coffee enema it's, a coffee enema who is only thing me. keeping me alive at my age <laughs> say I'm going to sum Starlet up really quickly, but I don't remember the video, but I will always remember that gold dress. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm curious. I, think, I mean, you've been curious since the age of about five. That's why you're a massive for age. <laughs> that's why you can't no. appreciate your nana's roasties. That's why that is. <laughs> so I, th- I think it's safe to say that generally we all kind of love Black Pepper, mm. Cheddar, Danny, John Buzz, and two out of three approved sminty like dentists <laughs> toothpaste so i'm i'm making my own villain edit for this that's what i'm going oh for. yeah you're going for the yeah you know who the villain is this season yes yeah, it? it's me it's, it's me Velvet. so um we're gonna do what uh we did last year and have no. a little drag pool aren't we because i did so well in last, last year, year. Was there a last year? There was a season two, Glenn. Uh, We had a season two. (laughs) So, uh, season two BG, which stands for before Glenn, uh, we (laughs) had a drag pool. Uh, Can I remember exactly who won the drag pool? It was me. Yes, I can. It certainly wasn't me from what we're saying. No. What we will do, to be fair, I think, (laughs) is we're going to fight. If we try and go for who wants who, because there are four queens that we all seem to want. Yeah. How are we going to resolve this without us well, actually killing each other? I think you should just give me all of the ones I want, 
and then you can work it out between you. How's that sound? So I'll have Danny Beard. I'll have Cheddar Gorgeous. Uh, have... No, you won't. <laughs> I think we should phone a friend. Which friend should we phone to help us with a Drag Race UK? Hmm. Who do we know Arnold. who's obsessed with Drag Race? How about In... my boyfriend, Duffy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Damn it. I think we need someone who is a little bit less camp and more of a top. Hey, um, what's that? What's that comedy grand from Newcastle called? Oh, uh, that you know, really, wanted, Danny DeLonge. That really average one from Edinburgh Fringe. You know, yeah, yeah, the one that did Edinburgh Fringe. The one that hosted the drag race parties. Oh, um, um, the one who, the one that hosted never, UK the, versus the World Tour. Yeah, the one that does constantly good performances and is quite a match. It's on the what tip was, of my tongue. What was their name again? It's something, something. Gladys. Oh. Gladys. <laughs> Duffy? Oh, no. Are we really we going to give Gladys Duffy a call? Oh, do we have to? Okay, <laughs> who's, who's got Gladys on speed dial? She blocked me, so it'll have to be one of you. <laughs> that, that, uh, that's what you get for sending nudes, Glenn. I, I, I said speed dial, not grinder hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then. Let's give her a okay, ring. Okay, well, well, what we'll do is, like, she's probably not going to be busy or anything. I mean, you know, it's not like there's loads uh, of stuff going on for her. No, let's let's bring her because we had her uh, on the podcast back in season one, didn't we? She was one of our wonderful guests. But I think that episode's gone walkabout now, so don't think yes. people can listen to it, which is a bit of a shame. But uh, yeah, let's get oh, her back. Sure. Okay, it's not the I'm real sure season one. <laughs> what is it? Season oh, minus girl. two. <laughs> season season <laughs> minus one for you, Glenn. <laughs> There you go. Oh God! Let's hope Gladys can save this. Right. Okay. Let's call Gladys. Are you there, my dear? Hello, hello. This is Gladys calling. Can you hear me? <laughs> we can loud yeah. and clear. Thanks for joining us. Very convenient uh, that we just happened to have her on speed dial. <laughs> do you know what it is? Well, no. You just got me on regular dial. I am also on speed. So really, the pleasure is all yours. <laughs> Always. Would you be willing to do us a little favour there, Gladys? Oh, well, it depends what it is, because I'm not looking after anyone's kids again, not after the last one died. Oh, no, never again. <laughs> never again. We would just like you to help us decide who gets which queen. Are you any good with drag race? Dra- drag hoo-hoo? We what what? That telly show with the men and women's in the wigs and the... Uh... Telly show with the people in wigs. Um, yeah. Is that the crown? The crown. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on. I know what you're on about. You talk about that ripple, that ripple, Raspberry Ripple. Flake Ripple. Yep. That's the one. That's the one. Are so you what you want from me then, darling, is you want some trivia questions. See, because I know absolutely everything there is to know about Drag Race. You ask me a question, I'll fucking tell you it. Do you know what I mean? Am I allowed to swear? Mm. We're on the radio. Oh, you're allowed to swear. We encourage and, it. Okay, good. Let's get one thing clear then. Cunt bugger bollocks. There you are. Oh, that's not a nice way to talk to Glenn. <laughs> you well, but accurate. So this is supposed to be a sweepstake, is it? Yeah, I think well, the way we're, the way we want it is basically if you ask each of us a question in turn, and if we get it right, then we get to pick one of the queens from the list to be on our team, and then over the course of the season, we'll get points depending on who's on our team. It's simply because there's loads that we want the same queens, so we need to kind of find a way of not just picking the same people. <laughs> I see you all want the same queens, most likely because you've read the spoilers. Okay, that's <laughs> not a problem. That's not a problem. I can play this game with you. Right, well, therefore, then, the question is, who goes first? Glenn first? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's quite alphabetical. I'll get it wrong, but yeah. If Glenn gets it wrong, passes on to the next person, so don't give the right answer. No, 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 if, we, if it all quits, then, Gladys, you get to pick 
who Glenn gets. <laughs> oh, yes, that's even better. <laughs> okay. Well, not just do that for everything if you get it wrong, no, Glenn. No, if you get it wrong, I pick, I pick a queen for Glenn to have. Yes. Okay, yes. lovely. No yeah. problem. Okay. Right answer is your choice. Wrong answer is Gladys' choice. <laughs> okay. Very good. I Let's have just play. doomed myself. <laughs> <clears throat> Glenn, are you ready for your question? Oh, yes. According to an unofficial vote by the Drag Race UK Season 3 cast, who was voted as Miss Congeniality? Um, see, I was thinking, oh, see, I was hoping you were going to say a fan favourite because it would have been our love and Chesa, but It's a shame <laughs> I didn't say that then, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, River Medway. You answered River Medway. I can now reveal that is the incorrect answer, Glenn, sweetheart. The correct answer was Anubis. <laughs> which means I'm going to pick someone from the sweepstakes now. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to give you Baby. You are. I'm excited about that one, actually. I did have an eye on Baby. Yeah, <laughs> like an orphanage. I'm giving you a baby. You're welcome. <laughs> Only this one's alive, unlike the last one she looked at. Oh, God, darling, listen. this one in the bin? <laughs> Allegedly. That's, Allegedly. That's RuPaul's choice. Uh, RuPaul's choice? Um, okay, Stu, you're up next. Are you ready? I am ready, darling. Okay. What was the lip sync in Drag Race UK Series 2, Episode 1? And if you like, I can tell you who it was between. But I feel like that's Epis- enough. Episode 1, that was between Bimini. Mm-hmm, Bimini. that's not what I asked, though. I asked what was the song. No, that's what I'm trying to remember, though. What was this? Because <laughs> I know season one song. Oh, um, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Relax, because she did this. Very good. Well done, darling. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. You may now choose your own person, for uh, your, your own queen for the sweepstake. I am taking the lovely Cheddar Gorgeous. Any reason why? Because I've been a fan of her since pre-Drag SOS. <laughs> Very good. Congratulations. Well done, dear. <laughs> Right, Vionetta, are you ready? <laughs> yes, I uh, as as I will ever be. God, it's been years since I've had Vionetta. It was good, wasn't it? Wasn't it? <laughs> Vionetta, great. Right, okay. Oh, I know. <clears throat> Who in Drag Race UK Series 1 did Bag of Chips play in the Snatch game? Actually, hang on. No, 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 you can have that one. You can have that one. Wasn't there a controversy where multiple people wanted to do it? Um mm-hmm. That wasn't the question. That would be oh, I know this one. one. I know the answer to this one. I've just remembered. Uh, oh, um, I know. Margaret Thatcher. It was Margaret Thatcher. Well done, I'm glad she's dead. Right, I will pick... Uh, I'm going to pick Danny Beard, because they're a legend. There we are. Okay, yeah. fantastic. So there far, so far, we have Glenn. You have Baby. Stu, you have Cheddar Gorgeous. And Vionetta, you have Danny Beard. <laughs> Lovely. Right, Glenn, you didn't do very well last time. You ready for your next question? No. <laughs> okay, on Drag Race UK versus the World, Pangina Heels was very unfairly eliminated. But what was the runway theme on the episode she was eliminated? I can you can probably imagine what they were all wearing. What was the runway theme? Sorry, but hashtag justice for Jimbo first. Right, yeah, just justice for Jimbalina, which um. In the world of Chicago, she had it coming. Uh huh. She had it coming. She only had herself to blame. Mm. She um. Well, actually, no. I was going to spoil something there. No, no, not going to say that. Not not on this podcast. She's stealing Uh, your gigs to you with the spoilers, isn't she? God, I never remember the themes. All that's a thing. Can you remember what she was wearing? Have a think. It was something metal. I want to say metallic and silvery. Was metallic and silvery. Uh, you can't see this, but Gladys is helping everyone using the power of her eyes. <laughs> these, these oh, are... Shit, what was it? 
Oh god, look at that. That that eyelash has gone all wonky. Never mind. <laughs> was it wonky metal? <laughs> was it wonky metal? No, but there should be a theme called wonky metal. Unfortunately, the theme was look be a lady or feeling lucky, um, as they were given in their brief. Because uh, Pangina was dressed as a slot machine, Jujube was with a lucky cat, yes. stuff like that. So it was lucky a lady. Okay, randomly going to assign you another queen. Um, I'm going to give you uh, Dakota Schiffer. Okay. Right, Stu, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. On Drag Race UK Series 3, there was one double elimination and one double chante. What was the double chante to? What song was it? Wanna Be by Spice Girls. It wasn't. Unfortunately, it wasn't. You very quickly hit out the gate. You didn't even think there. It wasn't Wannabe. It was Who Do You Think You Are? Ah, shit. And it was between Scarlet Harlot and Charity Case. Sorry, sweetheart. I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, which means I'm now going to assign you at random um, blah, 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 uh, Starlet. Starlet. Oh, excellent. Well, you've won this one, Stu. Are you liking the look of Starlet? No, I, I don't I, mind I, Starlet. I, I'm, 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 I should reserve my opinion, but I won't. Right, Vianetta, it's your go, since you're so comfortable. Are you ready? No. <laughs> In season two of Drag Race UK, see, they're all UK themed questions because it is the ultimate franchise. In season two of UK, Veronica Green um, couldn't come back because of COVID, if you remember. Hmm. However, the episode before the COVID break, the theme on the runway was Monster Mash. Do you remember what Veronica Green's mashup was of? It was two creatures. Mm. No, but I'm going to guess that it was Audrey 2. And Hitler. <laughs> okay, that's on my um that's now on my um bingo list of outfits to make. Audrey <laughs> two and Hitler. Um no, unfortunately it was Medusa and a pig. Um, <laughs> close enough, close enough. This is the title of my autobiography. Um <laughs> so therefore, Vianetta, I am now going to randomly assign you another queen in the sweepstake. <laughs> you can have just May. <laughs> I'm Good. guessing from the tittering you also watched the Meet the Queens. I am I'm so happy about this. I'm I'm ecstatic. <laughs> you can see by my face. And hear in the voice. <laughs> Glenn, are you ready? Never. Never. Right. <clears throat> We're back to series one. In Drag Race UK series one, the Vivian won the commercial design challenge. But what was her catchphrase in that design challenge? No, the commercial challenge, not the design challenge. Make it clear. Oh, God, what was the commercial challenge again? Um, I would help you, but I feel like that's making it a bit too easy. Water-themed. <laughs> I guess it's going to be something thirsty. In your own time. <laughs> I'm dragging I would say I'm dragging out because I'm secretly Googling, but you can see my hands on my head, like, ripping my own hair out right now. I'll have a hairline like velvet. <laughs> Wetter than wet, we're going to go with. Wetter than wet. <laughs> dripping. The correct with I'm dripping. Uh, so therefore, I'm now going to randomly assign you... Sminty Drop. Ooh. I'm actually quite excited about Sminty. Me too. You are welcome. You are welcome. Now, I can't remember. Thank you, Queen Gladys. Let me remember, who have we done so far? Um, we've done Baby, Dakota, Sminty Drop, Cheddar, Starlet, Danny Beard, Just May. Lovely. No problem. Right, are you ready, Stu Boogaloo? I'm ready. 
We are jumping back up to Drag Race UK versus the world, which, to be honest, is a little bit of an acid trip of a fever dream, really, to remember. Do you remember it well? Mmm. Mmm. We'll see. The winner of UK versus the world got to release a song with RuPaul. What was the name of that song? Was and it if you Born don't, Naked? It's because, it's because nobody listened to it. Um, <laughs> what did you say? Was it Born Naked? It wasn't. It was Champion, and it was Ru and Blue. And it was, it was right. <laughs> um, okay. I'm now randomly going to assign you Pixie Polite. Okay, take it. I'm doing this all off the top of my head here, honestly. Um, okay, and genius, genius, you're welcome. It's, it's stunning stunning your knowledge. Yep, uh, no, it's not stunning my knowledge. I've got ADHD. Um, <laughs> right, Vianetta, are you ready? Yep, okay, Drag Race UK Series 3. Our very good friend Sharitza May featured on this series, if you remember correctly. Yes. No, no, I'm, no I mean, she's no, never she... mentioned it. Oh, Sharitza May once cried um, quite a lot in Untucked uh, because of a fellow castmate's skill. What was she crying about? Um, if, if, if it helps, I can give you a clue, actually, because that's quite a difficult one. Okay. The person, the person whose skill she was crying about was Vanity Milan. I have absolutely no idea about this at all. So she's crying because the dick was too big. Uh, she wasn't. Unf- well, I mean, she probably was um, because she she shared that with the nation uh, that her boyfriend <laughs> has been seen. But now she was, oh, well, somebody honked. Did you hear that? Ooh, honking for mommy. Um, no, she was crying because Vanity was a fucking good dancer. Yes, you are. Yes, I remember. <laughs> yep. Vanity was like, I'm a fucking good dancer. And she was like, you're fucking up. Um, <laughs> so therefore... I'm now randomly going to assign you uh, Black Pepper. Way! That's who I would have picked if I'd won. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Glenn, your final question. Are you ready? We've already said never. I don't okay. do well on pressure. Or poppers. <laughs> Dear, I love the pops. Um, oh, sorry, I can't say that. It's the radio. Yes, I can. <laughs> Piggy. Um, <laughs> you can't say it on Pride Radio. You can say it on Girl. So your question, Glenn, is on Drag Race UK Series 2. Okay, we all remember a horror having an argument with Sister Sister about a cone of chips. However, she gave Sister Sister a new drag name. What was that drag name? Oh, for... <laughs> uh, so you're going to ask what the dress was? I was going to say a corner chips. Um... <laughs> Sister Stealer. Close, but no, she said sister, sister. More like copy, copy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm going to give to you, Glenn, uh, Lefil. That's a good one. I really don't know where this one will go. Well, I find her interesting because she wasn't listed as a drag queen publicly before the show was announced. She was just a musician. So maybe this is her breaking into a different field. I don't know, but I think she's looked great. She must have yeah, really impressed. Course, uh, I'm like, I've not heard of you. I've not seen much of you. I'm mm. curious. But I don't know if you'll satisfy me. <laughs> oh, good. That, that's that's your grinder profile, Glenn. I had dinner first. So that's why um, I say I... when I'm scrolling grinder. And... <laughs> you were you ready for your final question? I'm always ready, dear. You were fallen upon Drag Race UK Series One. <clears throat> In the infamous design challenge, where Vinegar Strokes was sent home. What did RuPaul earlier say that her fashion was? Hodgepodge. That is the correct answer, darling. <laughs> well done. You may now pick from the final two queens. I believe it's between Copper Top and um, John Blonde. 
I will take Chandra's blonde because I think they're quite hilarious. May well, you are welcome. So, Velvet, there's no point in me asking you a final question because that means you are receiving copper top regardless. Um, would you I'm... like to the road anyway? I know. Uh, I'm really happy with what I got. The only person that I would have, I would have swapped just May for Cheddar, and the rest is the top four that I would have picked. <laughs> really? Oh, one minute then. Go through everyone's everyone's selections then before I leave you. Go on. Who, okay. Who we got? So Glenn has Baby, Dakota, Sminty Drop, and Lefil. Stu has Cheddar Gorgeous, Starlet, Pixie Polite, Chomba's Blonde, and I have Danny Beard, Just May, Black Pepper, and Copper Top. Wonderful. Oh, oh, how are we feeling? Does everyone, anyone feel more confident? Anyone feel worried? worried. I think, I think I've got, got a couple of tops and a couple of mid. Couple of tops, couple of verse. I think I've got a lot of mids, because like my tops would have been like Cheddar and Danny. Now, here's what's interesting with this series. I feel like half of them are names that have been floating around for a long time, and the other half are young and -and up-and-comers. So I would say don't count out the up-and-comers yet. Mm. Let's give everyone a fair chance going in. Of course we all know Cheddar, Danny, we've all heard of Pepper, you know, these big names that have been around for such a long time. But that's what's wonderful about Drag Race, is it puts everyone on an equal playing field. I remember Shangela on season three of the US turning around to those Mm -hmm. girls saying, we are in the same competition, and I've been doing this for one year, so don't underestimate me. So, yeah. therefore, good luck to you all, and I wish you well. <laughs> so, Gladys, sure. Gladys, thank you so much for helping us out with that. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to promote while you're here? Well, normally, on a, on a Friday evening, you can find me around the back of Argos. I'm normally selling wares that I've uh, picked up that I've fallen off a truck. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, I am mentally ill. Um, no, I am uh, the comedy queen of Newcastle. Um, I work regularly in the yard and Rusty's. And if you are a Drag Race UK fan, please do come along. We are bringing back the infamous Drag Race UK viewing parties at Blues and Bourbon, formerly Billy Bootleggers, um, which was a fantastic experience back in the day. Last year, we took it on a bigger scale because our lovely Charita May uh, herself was on the show and we wanted to celebrate and really enjoy the, her time on the show with a, a massive viewing party. But now we're going back to our roots. So you can find myself and Travesty and a couple of new hosts joining us uh, at Blues and Bend every Thursday from, I believe, 6.30, 7pm. Come on down. It's free entry. We may have a few surprise guests near the end of the season, so keep your eyes out. Um, and it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful show and viewing experience. The original, if I may add. <laughs> I remember watching the final of season one in there. And it, it was, was electric. Do you remember? It was electric. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so please do, if you are listening, please do come on down. And of course, you lovely girlies, please do come along as well. I'd love to see you there. <laughs> uh, oh, girl, Thank you so out. much. See you later, Gladys. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Leave a day in Spain. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it looks like we've got our sweepstakes sorted out, and I'm confident with mine, but uh, let's see how it works, because I was confident with mine last time, and we all know how that turned out. It's a nightmare. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, what are your thoughts on it, dear listener? Like, who are you rooting for? You should comment on our Instagram posts or on our web pages or all of our social media stuff or just message me, the Velvet Snatch, on Instagram uh, with who you're supporting this time and whether you agree with my villain edit or not <laughs> and me just being a nasty bitch through the whole podcast. <laughs> and watch out for uh, our regular updates on our scorecards on our Instagram story at Girl Global. <laughs> Yes, that's it. It should be exciting to see who gets the drag bingo, I suppose, isn't it? Drag bingo. I can't (laughs) wait to see what goes on there. Yeah, it'll be a fun season. I'm excited for it. Um, And obviously, it starts to air very soon, uh, 22nd of September at 9pm on bbc3 and iplayer well amazing no well thank you dear listener for tuning in i hope you've enjoyed that little uh, breakdown of all of the queens and working out which ones we're going to be rooting for throughout the season please join us next time where we will have another wonderful special guest uh, anyone got anything to promote i'm gonna promote campo viejo rocker wine <laughs> it has got me through recording this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Stu, right. do you have anything to promote? Just give us a good old follow and a bit of love on Instagram at Girl Global. Uh, be gay, do crime as always. And um, Bimini was robbed. <laughs> Can I just say, when, when Stu says be gay, do crime, he's currently wearing the shirt of the Hamburglar. Whether <laughs> yeah, his dad bod is now him as the Hamburglar, and what, it's like, are you feeling old yet? What Was the, was the crime robbing <laughs> McDonald's, Stu? Is that... I'm going for Orange is the New Black, but then I discovered a greater love for Meat Feast Pizza, so I ended up just becoming chubby in a stripy shirt. (laughs) Thank you, Burglar Bill. Thank you. Do you have anything to promote? Uh, as usual, my Instagram, The Velvet Snatch, my website, TheVelvetSnatch.com, which I should probably update when I've got loads of stuff on. Um, also, uh, I am one of the contestants in Vampers Tits as my alter ego, my cousin Candy Snatch, who did fairly well in week one, which I think was quite funny. Uh, people seemed to enjoy the utter bollocks that was my performance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you're in Newcastle, you should come along to that. Uh, Vampus Tits at Bank Bar on Wednesday nights for the next three weeks, I think, when this airs. Probably, you know, because uh, we've got the final on the 12th of October. <laughs> yeah, no, but hopefully see you there. Right, that's us all done. So we don't have a guest to say farewell to, do we? So let's just all say goodbye. Thank you for tuning in, dear listener. We'll see you later. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> that was quite good. It was just... like one after another. <laughs> it was almost correct. <laughs> okay, that's great. Ooh, 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 ooh.